What would your grandmother say about life today? Cell phones with more power than computers of 20 years ago. What's a computer, she might ask. We've moved from hitchhiking with strangers to avoiding strangers to using Uber to take us somewhere or bring us dinner. Bottled water? Surely you jest. My grandmother lived farm to table. That's what farmers did. Now it's modern restaurant fare. My mother attended a one-room schoolhouse. I referenced encyclopedias. My nephew took Japanese via distance learning. Since then, Google and Wikipedia have become primary sources of information. We learn languages and track our health through apps. Some change is significant. Other, history repeating itself. Yet more, merely matters of taste. We can all agree that the pace of life-altering change is accelerating. Life in 2030 will be different from today, even more so by 2050. If our view of those decades is limited by our current reality, how can we envision the drastically improved future that we should be working to create? My name is Becky Morgan, and you're listening to my podcast series, Finish Strong. Will automobiles have moved from gas to electric to the Jetsons personal jet we've all wanted? The reality is that getting any physical thing from point A to point B may become instantaneous or impossible. Movement both generates and requires energy. How do we make mobility a net positive or make it unnecessary? Cancer may be cured, but superseded by something worse. Beef may have been eliminated in an effort to limit methane gas. Water shortages may have us using chemically treated body fluids to meet basic needs. Reduced plant life may limit available oxygen. None of us knows what the future holds. What we do know is that the future will be very different from our day-to-day experience now. Each example I provided could happen, as could thousands of others. Reflecting facts and educated guesses, we can establish an array of probabilities of conditions and contemplate how to create them or adapt to them. I'm not talking about matters of taste, but matters of life. What happens to your business if there's no clean air or clean water? What happens if the marginal cost of producing something reaches zero? That's nearly the case now in much of our computerized world. That can bring amazing abundance or not. That's a social choice. What happens if the middle class completely disappears and the wealthy once again own slaves, this time based on economic status? Each of those examples has a probability, most higher than we'd like to believe. You can't create what you can't envision, nor can you prepare for or prevent it. As we are wrapped up in this year's profits or our new product schedule for introduction next year, it's easy to ignore the next decade. While futurists are frequently wrong, they are often right. 
Bill Gates, more visionary than futurist, predicted a computer in every home to the sound of public ridicule. We simply couldn't see why we would want or need them. He could. Technology can provide the means, but it is not the end. Malaria can be eradicated through netting, which is centuries-old technology. Preventing cancer may require high-tech or the equivalent of netting once we fully understand the gene mutation. Focus on hitting today's targets is purely tactical and does nothing to assure a vibrant organization in 10 years. Leaders must invest time envisioning a drastically different future. Don't concentrate on the use of technology. Endeavor instead to solve problems you wish didn't exist. Then it will be time to determine if technology is the limiting factor. Never constrain your vision by what you currently know how to do. It's already limited by what you can envision. The future is coming. Let's work together to create it or ride the wave. Being crashed by the surf is no fun for anyone. You've been listening to my podcast series, Finish Strong, with me, Becky Morgan. For more information, visit my website at www.fulcrumcwi.com. 